Hello, Australia. Konnichiwa, Australia. Welcome to Dodging Armageddon. Dodging Armageddon. To. Welcome to Tokyo 2020. Now, even bigger and better in 2021. Let's cross over to two Aussies camped on the business end of a chopstick, poised to take the gold medal plunge into the miso soup. It's rampaging Roy Slaven and H.G. Nelson. Are you there, H.G.? Yes, T.F. Mutch, Ico and Ryden locked down in the Dodging Armageddon soundproof booth at ABC Grandstand Tokyo HQ. You can feel that unmistakable Aussie pride and passion that is sweeping Olympic Central in the kids' opening spray. Welcome, Australia, to Tokyo, where the shower on top of the cistern is golden. Welcome to day three of competition, a day that is set aside to acknowledge the contribution the people of the world make to the Olympics, with special emphasis focused for the next 12 years on the people of Brisbane. People forget Olympics are about people. People first, people second, and people plugging home for bronze. Traditionally, it is a day when everybody is let in free. Sadly, no one's coming today, so the Olympics feel as though they're well ahead. HD Nelson opening the dig on the dodge for another day of Olympic action. We greet you with the news. The triathlon has been cracked, boxed and buried after a whopping false start. Look, we were there, Roy and I were there on the pool deck, so to speak, down at the uh, triathlon start. We could see a bloody big boat in the way. Ah, that didn't stop the start, I did it. Blew the whistle, tweet, off they went. Aussie representative Jake Bertwistle kicked in the head with a broken nose. Kicked in the head and got a broken nose, but still battled on like a plucky Aussie should. I described it as a Gallipoli-esque performance. Outstanding, young Australian. Hoops and the clunky substandard Australian put away Nigeria. Tien! 84-67. Elsewhere, France made the Americans... Well, they made them look quite ordinary. Who thought of France playing hoops? It was great. 83-76. I described this in my blog... Olympic blog, I put up 50,000 words about it. A wake-up call for the Dream Team. A wake-up call for the Dream Team. Speaking of dub performances, our Ash cruelly bundled out in straight sets. I hate using that term, bundled out, when it comes to an Aussie, but you can't, you can't do the Lee. She was bundled out. Very cruel, the Olympics. Had to be good on the day. And poor old Steph Gilmore, shocking surf, and out, one of our big hopes in the surfing, out, Knocked out by, oh, I don't care, some no-name who doesn't even surf. And what about those incredibly brave, brave Ollie Roos? Magnificent. Going down to Spain, one blot sure. It was such a brave performance. Again, Gallipoli-esque. Anzac spirit. I mean, I marked it down as a win. And I have a video which I'll be presenting to the War Memorial and suggest the War Memorial put it up on continuous display in the new foyer of the Australian War Memorial if they want an example of Anzac spirit. Now, what about the women's 100 metres heats backstroke? Three Olympic records tumble in three heats. I've never seen that in a lifetime of covering the Olympics. Kayla McKeon, the fastest. That's incredible. Three Olympic records in three heats. Tunisia, who said they could swim? What a brilliant win. The curse of lane eight strikes again. I remember when Kieran Perkins brought home a 1,500 metres in lane eight in Atlanta. It was the only successful thing in the toilet, but by God, he had the wet field and he's messy. And if we led all the way, slowest qualifier wins gold. Phew. Before I, before I go on, a quick apologies to yesterday's bum steer in the swimming. Finals in the AM, heat in the PM to cater for American primetime. And a name to keep an eye on, lightweight Harry Garside. Big win yesterday for the Gar. 5-0 by the ballet dancing plumber from Melbourne. He's a tremendous all-rounder.
plumbing, ballet dancing and boxing. <laughs> Tree hugging that off again. Same person. And I've saved the best till last. Ariana Titmus, one word, go! Now, let's free from the leash on day three, a man who is people's representative for the global sport on an Australian scale. That's right, the people's representative, global sport on an Australian scale. That man is rampaging Roy Slavin. What highlights have caught your eye overnight? Jindaro! Yes, thank you very much, and konnichiwa, HG-san. And konnichiwa, Australia-san. I'm not sure if you can use san beside a nation, but... Bloody hell, let's try it. <laughs> anyway, look, it's been an incredible day. I know. Unbelievable. Incredible day. I, I mean, I agree with you, Jack Bird Whistle. What an Anzac. What an outstanding Australian Buster nose didn't stop him. Sure, he didn't win, but he could have done. <laughs> could have done and the boat not broken his nose. Anyway. HG, something that has been filtering through to me from back home People are complaining about the poor sound quality coming from Japan with the Channel 7 coverage. Now, we have twigged people to the fact that the uh, pictures are not 100%. They're a little bit blurry, mm-hmm. apart from the pictures of Hamish and Joe and Bruce and co in the they're studio. Great. They're sharp as. I know, they're great. Sharp as. But the stuff coming from Japan just suffers a little in quality and the sound quality is not so great either. Now, I, I'm led to believe that people had trouble being able to uh, discern that it was Basil talking to Thorpey. I know. I had the same trouble. Did you? Took me ages. What, have you been listening to the Channel 7 coverage no, here I in Japan? To, oh, yeah. What, you had someone put a put a, exactly. put a mobile phone in front of the television set and I, send it through to you? I, I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. <laughs> yeah. it's, I do that all the time yeah, because yeah. I can't. Und- I mean, I'm no... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I know not, you're not I'm a no, Japanese. Thanks for it. I know, I know. You, I you to, struggle I mean, with the language, so do I. I. I'm lucky. I've got a hook up with yes. Telstra, obviously. That's yes. Give me that feed. Yeah, it comes it back comes... slightly in delay. It does. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. That's right. Yeah. And you had trouble discerning Basil's voice with. I couldn't distinguish him at all. Of it course. took me ages. I had to be told. Yeah. I had to be told. Yeah. yeah. An Aussie in the, Japan had the, to that, be told it was Thorpey. Yeah, it's Basil talking now, HG. Is that what they said? Yeah. Oh, I know, it's weird. Anyway, them Golden Girls, I mean, I know. Golden Incredible. Girls, they did it again. I know. Those Fabulous. Campbell sisters, I mean, held it together. How long have they been around? God, before we were born, there were Campbell sisters there. Mm-hmm. They seem the most enduring swimming act in Australian history. I think so. They're extra- outstanding. Outstanding. And Harris is only a teenager. Harris! I know, teenager. No. She's the 19-year-old. She's, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's going to be there. What a future. I know. She's a future buddy Campbell sister, <laughs> isn't she? Now, the athletes are now allowed to remove their masks for 30 seconds for photos on the uh, podium mm-hmm. when they've received a medal. 30 seconds. I don't know why 30 se- I mean, I'm not an, you know, a, 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 epidemiologist. an epidemiologist. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I, don't, I struggle with it, as most people do, most hardworking Aussies do. Um, but it seems to me that this virus... 30 seconds, it can get up to all sorts of things. 30 seconds. You could be dead. You could be dead in 30 seconds. I've se- I've heard that. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. And it, so it just concerns me a little bit that this 30-second window is a very dangerous window for our most cherished citizens, those bearing medals. Mm-hmm. I think they should be taken away and have individual photos taken. Individual photos. What a great idea. Yeah, and then well, you could join them all up afterwards. Then you could join them up afterwards digitally. Well, yeah, well, digitally. Yeah. I mean, it might look a bit blurry when it gets back to Sydney through Channel 7, but... 
Gen- be okay. Generally speaking, it'll be okay if they put mm. names underneath it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, while I'm on Channel 7, and I don't want to bag Channel 7 because we've worked for Channel 7 very successfully. We, we like them. the people there. And boxers just died. Yes. I mean, that's a... Yeah, Boxhead Lecky, tremendous morning. Turned the ship around. Mm-hmm. Turned the ship of Channel 7 around, and it's still ahead. Now, I'm just wondering if Channel 7 could lean on the Japanese broadcasting people to show more close-ups of the Australians in their coverage. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of close-ups of people from nations I'm not terribly interested in. I I mean, I've got to be honest about this. I I mean, I just see it through the prism of Australia, and I'm not alone. Uh, I mean, you're the same. I am. You know, I I look at someone who's not from Australia and suddenly my interest evaporates. That's just me. But it seems to me that there's far too much what I'd call mm, inclusivity in the coverage that Seven are showing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm led to believe with the Channel 7 app, I I haven't got it because I don't need it here in Japan, but I'm led to believe there are something like 500 channels you can get on this Mm -hmm. app. It's just amazing what they're producing. Mm -hmm. Surely one of those channels could be dedicated to Australians only? Is that too much to ask? If people want to catch up with just with Aussies, they can go to a particular channel on the app. Can Seven do that? Mm -hmm. They've got plenty of time. It's only, what, day three? They should be able to cook that up. Now, for those who are betting, HG, interested in getting a bet on, and who isn't, especially here in Japan, God, they love their betting. Here. Oh, magnificent. I mean, it's illegal, but they love it. I know. Magnificent. Yeah. The options, the exotics. Oh, I know, the exotics. Oh, oh, I know. Oh. you just got to know where to go. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to deal with the bloke with one finger missing. <laughs> or a He's bit the of a finger missing. He's yeah, the one. He's the one you go to. Uh, a terrific bloke, too. What a very, sense very of humour. Very, very funny. What a sense of humour. Mm. Oh, couldn't believe it. News, uh, nice Bruce. Does he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Look, uh, just to get a bet on, Jessica Fox, HG, she's looking very, very good, very promising in the kayaking. And as uh, the Japanese people say to me, whenever I walk past them here in Japan, here in Tokyo, they say, Australia Seiko! Let's cross back to the pool deck and continue dodging with Roy and HG. You there, HG? Yes, Roy, um, I think there's a medal ceremony now for the uh, 4 by 100 men, this third, Aussies. Aussies were third, yes. Yeah. They were ripped off, I thought. I oh, know, poor start. Poor start. Boat yeah. in the road, yeah. usual sort of problems. Yep. yep. Now, can I just ask, <clears throat> I know you've been keeping an eye on how these games have been received in Australia. Yes. Is there any word filtering back to you mm-hmm. uh, about... The uptake in sport already yes. produced by these games. Yeah. Because, you know, I was talking to one Antonio Coates the other night. Oh, yes. And he believes that these games will seed a revolution in sport in Australia. I think And more right. people will become interested in all the sports. I think that's right. Look, I have anecdotal evidence, HG, that uh, a lot of uh, Olympic pools throughout rural and regional Australia, uh, a lot of calls coming through from parents wondering... Uh, are there swimming classes? Can we get our kids involved? Where do we go? I know it's winter time back home. Even so, there there are some indoor heated pools. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Orange has one. I believe Bathurst has an indoor heated pool, and there are heated pool. Uh, and I think people uh, people are seeking them out mm-hmm. uh, with a view to. Uh, and the same with basketball. For some reason or other, a lot of people a lot of people are interested in hoops at the moment. Hockey is going through the roof. I know a lot of people, uh, a lot of parents are getting involved, wondering if they're, where I can buy a hockey stick this time of year. Uh, I'm sure it's not a difficulty. 
Um, and, and and that's a wonderful thing. These, these seeds are being planted as we speak. This, I, 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 I think His Excellency Coates is right, that this is going to generate a, a, a revolution in the fitness of young Australians. That will be paying off in That'll Brisbane. That will be paying off in, cer- Brisbane, in Brisbane. Certainly in Perth. As I said, as I say to every parent, you've got 12 years to get this kid ready. 12 years to turn this lump into something. 12 years to turn this, you know, this this, this overweight, game-playing, barge, hamburger-eating, cheesel-sniffing, bludger you've got sitting in the back seat here. You've got 12 12 years to turn this lump around into gold. Dodging Armageddon presents popular Japanese sayings. When a monkey falls from a tree, we laugh. When a monkey falls from a tree and lands on a friend's head and gouges out his eye, we don't laugh so much. Ah, yes, they're wonderful, those Japanese sayings. They've kept us on the straight and narrow and awake all the time. That we've They been don't today. suffer in translation either, no. do they? <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> it's one of the very few things that we, you know, is yeah, It's a terrific. You, sort Linguistic of... accuracy. Now, if you want to get in touch with the show, RoyNHG at abc.net.au. That's RoyNHG at abc.net.au is the best place to go. And the following people have, Roy. Yeah, Luke's been in touch. He says, uh, I read that Lily King, USA swimming team, has started trash-talking the Aussie swimmers recently by saying that the US females could win every gold. Yeah, I saw this. Well, we proved that wrong today. I know, already. (laughs) How stupid, though. Anyway. Um, Now, that may exactly be the pressure we need to start a golden shower, says Luke. Yes. And that's true. Yeah. Now, he goes on, Joe Griggs did something similar at the opening ceremony. I I did notice this. When China entered the stadium... Uh, that could go one of two ways, he says. Bruce McAvaney remarked that, quote, the Chinese swimmers have been powerful in the past, but not so much anymore. Joe replied, there's a reason for that. Is that the type of thing the Chinese swim team need to spur them on or are Australian businesses to expect another round of trade sanctions? Well, I thought that was very inappropriate. Yes, so did I. And I'll tell you what, I've been... Uh, I know, I noticed you with the Chinese officials. I, I was, and they asked, could I explain what... What Joe group, meant. Yes, and I said, yes. listen, buddy, yeah. why don't you cut that out and print it up and put it in the yeah. <laughs> change rooms? Sure. I think you'll get a bit better result than yeah. uh, what you're expecting yeah. with that written on the wall there. No, I thought look, that was most inappropriate. Most inappropriate. Look, yeah. I, I've spoken to quite a few Chinese officials here. They, they, look, they've been very, very... Uh, Diplomatic? Extremely so. Mm-hmm. And I did say to them, you know, are you missing our barley? Are you missing our wine? Mm. And they said, yes, we are. And they're hoping that through back channels, uh, they, may be, we, they may be able to start importing our, uh, our wine and our barley again. Whoa. So that's what, yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so sporting look, look, diplomacy. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I haven't been able to get onto the trade minister yet, but I will. It might be Dan Teague, is it? I think so. I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. So I'll give him a I'll give him a buzz later yeah. when when we finish the show. A Toyota Crown or the Monaro GDS three fifty. No argument. This is dodging Armageddon on ABC Radio. Yes. Who else has been in touch, Roy? Ah, uh, look. Luke says uh, Sayonara from Wynnum in Queensland. 
He said, I beseech you, may I suggest a subset, and I think you were alluding to this the other day, other day, HG, just privately. He says, may I suggest a subset, or dare I say a silver position, between the recently identified hero mm. and legend status. Mm. Now, he's suggesting champion. Champion, that's pretty good. So you'd have legend, uh, champion, and hero. Right. Or, now, or hero the, and then champion. I'm, now, I'm not sure. Can I unpack this the other yeah. way? I think a national conversation has to begin. Of course Because we've got so, so many people in this category. Yes. But I, I was looking at something hero. I was shocked as you were, Leishman, a hero. Yes. Well, maybe debutant. Debutant. Or, you know, debuting at the Games yes. or something like that. Then hero if you've been to several Olympics or, yeah. you know, a couple of times. Yep. Then my categories get a bit weird because mm. I don't – and I have a language warning here because I can't quite invent gender neutrality here. Yeah, sure. So I've got prince. Oh, prince, yeah. As in the battler's prince. Battler's prince, you know, yeah, obviously, yeah, 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 Or, yeah. you know, Prince Albert of Monaco. Yeah. I'm a bit reluctant to use princess, but like, people may accept that. You mean something like an Olympic fatso? Yes. Well, that, no. well, that's not bad. Look, there are other words I, I've been thinking about, actually. You could have a, a star. Yeah, star. An exemplar. Ooh. Uh, a superstar, a giant, a luminary, mm-hmm. can a I, great. Yeah, can I throw in a couple of more? Yeah. Goat O, as in greatest of all time Olympic category. Yes, Goat O's not bad. Lord, as in, because let's face it, you and I know of many lords connected with the Olympics sure. movement. Yep. Of course, they tend to be the yes. title we've given them, but yeah. be that as may. And finally, it's excellency. Now, yes. obviously, excellency one Antonio Coates is the living exemplar of that. That's true. That, that, that's true. Uh, could I suggest, actually, there's only one real legend, Olympic legend, and that's the line of Athens. That's Edwin Flack. Mm-hmm. So I think he stands alone as legend. Mm-hmm. Then come heroes. People who are identified by their first name, you know, Dawn. Oh yes, Dawn, Kathy. Herb, Kathy, Kathy. Ian, Ron. Lethal, Liesel, uh, perhaps Madame Butterfly, um, <laughs> and then you get the next category, which we're yet to name. People like Max, Max Metzger. Well, he's not quite a legend, is he? And he's not a hero. Shervo. Shervo, mm. yeah. Well, and where do we put the Woodies? You know, the Woodies, the Woodies won gold in 96 and silver in 2000, but they're not legends, are they? No. Are they heroes? Are they exemplars? Are oh, they no. giants? The public has to decide. The public has to decide. Can't. I agree. I agree. Too much. <laughs> too much. This is the home of sushi and sashimi, and you are dodging Armageddon with Roy and HG. HG, you there? Yes, I certainly am. Now, can I ask about a simple administration of these games? Yes. We had the farce at the triathlon this morning. Yeah, it's a wonder that somebody, was a farce. I know. Wasn't it's a it? wonder it somebody was dangerous. Wasn't killed. Dangerous. Could, could, could be killed. killed. You're right. Then we had the dead heating in the swimming. Yeah, which we know isn't a dead heat. Even those blurry pictures that people are seeing back home could tell from the shot above mm-hmm. that the Aussie got there ahead of the uh, the other swimmer. Mm. Now, then we have this weird situation in the women's road race. Mm. I love my road racing, as you know. I know you do. Now, Anna Kiesenhofer, yeah. Austrian, sprinted away at the start of the thing, so much so the rest of field forgot she was in the race. Yes. I mean, I've never seen that happen before. Yes. She, so she, she wasn't relying on a peloton at all. <laughs> no, she was, she was had her own <laughs> race going, didn't she? I yeah. know. Now, can I ask, why wasn't there communication between the peloton and the Tete de la Corse? Yeah. Meaning if I put Anna Kiesenhofer at the Tete de la Corse, yes. she's out of sight. Yeah. So they're racing against 
each other, predictably enough, sure. in the pack following, in the peloton. Yeah. And I'm just sort of confused. Look, I'm completely mozzed by it. Look, I think road racing is different to the Tour de France, HG. These are Olympic rules. Mm-hmm. Now, with the Olympic rules, there can be no communication between the car oh. and the cyclist. No communication at all. They're allowed to get a bottle of water. They're allowed to get a bottle of water, but they can't say anything. Nor can anything be written on the bottom of the water saying something like someone, you know, 300 metres in front of you. You can't do that. (laughs) But that's what was required. It was. Because the, 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 the poor woman who thought she'd won was celebrating gold when really she was silver. Exactly. I just and that found was embarrassing. That baffling. Baffling. Yeah, baffling. Baffling to the Olympic movement yes. or baffling to her? Yeah, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> now, can I ask... It, an... it was beneath the Olympics to allow that to happen. I know. That's what you're getting at, Exactly, exactly, exactly. Someone should have said, straight away, you're silver. Now, she mightn't have believed it. She might have thought, oh, you're having a go. Yeah, 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 I'm gold. I'm gold. But then she looks stupid and not the Olympic movement. <laughs> Perfect. Now... We are just developing a pub test here for sports that should be included and not included. Oh, and yes. can I raise a new category? Mm. And that is how hard or difficult is it to get in your sport? Now, when we come to equestrian events, and you know, I mean, I love the equestrian, is it? But do. is it time to say, get the red card out and say, off your shoot? Mm. You know, we've had enough of this clippity clop stuff. Yes. You know, you understand that all the horses are on drugs because they wouldn't do this normally. No, they anyway, wouldn't. all that sort of stuff. No, they wouldn't. Now, they wouldn't. <laughs> Just not a hope. They now, you never I, seen. I mean, some of the yeah. training techniques for that dressage business, HG. I mean, well, they, the electric they, shocks. I know. Just they chain trouble. their legs together and they stick batteries down their date. I mean, and that's just a start. <laughs> Have you ever seen a horse do that clippity clop stuff sideways in no. a paddock? No. They don't want to do it. They don't want to do, do it. it. They hate it. I oh, know. It's not natural. <laughs> natural. It's not natural. Mm. There's no fright or flight in it. No, 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 no. Whereas jumping things, they love it. True. They do. Have you seen the Brumbies in the high country, actually? They're just oh. jumping over everything. I mean, yeah. they might They knock over trees to jump, they do. <laughs> to jump they over. They do. They do. I mean, they're not great for the environment. But. But. It shows you what jumping. they want to do naturally. Yeah. And you never see the tippy-tappy stuff. No. Now, can I ask. Unless they see corroboree frogs and then they just oh, want yeah, to jump on them. But that's yeah, different. That's... Now, can I ask. The canoe slalom. Now, how hard is it to get into it? I mean, mm. we're talking about developing an interest through the Olympics and more kids becoming part of the next golden generation, never yes. mind the sports. Yeah. But canoe slalom's a very difficult thing to have in your backyard. You know, when we often covered the Winter Olympics, mm. we asked athletes, how did you get started in yes. this? And they said, well, Dad built a snow jump alongside the house. That's right. I could train every afternoon. Yes. Now, that seems to me the only way you get into canoe slalom because it's a very technically correct sport. Yes. Look... Uh, I've been speaking to uh, His Excellency John Coates about this, HG. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a resource thing. And I, I said to John just last night, I said, are you happy with the number of car parks that are being built at the moment in Australia? And he said, no, I'm offended by it. I'd rather see kayaking facilities and rowing facilities mm-hmm. In challenged areas. You know, when are we going to get a kayaker, say, from Mount Isa? It's... It's very difficult. But if there was a kayaking facility there, yes. there'd be a lot of kids and a lot of parents who are thinking kayaking but just haven't got the opportunity. But if it was there, if we, instead of putting the money into car parks, we put it into kayaking facilities. Alongside in, train stations. Alongside tra- well, it can, could be to help kids getting there. Then in 12 years' time, there could be a kayaking revolution. And it's not just kayaking. No. It's all the other disciplines, I know. Your mountain biking. Your you mountain biking. I mean, how can you do mountain biking oh, if you live in Wellington? If you live in Wellington, it's flat. Now, listen, we'll have to leave this 
discussion for another time because, once again, time has escaped on ah. dodging Armageddon. And the Olympics continue, of course, the massive amounts. Have spotted anything? I think Rugby Sevens are on today. They are. Uh, we've got Women's Water Polo, Australia v Netherlands. Uh, there's swimming heats from 8 uh, Australian time to 10.30. Softball, Australia v Mexico. It's an avalanche of gold coming your way on dodging Armageddon.